What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. is the Bill Press Show. Hey, here we go with a very special uh, edition uh, here for uh, Patreon uh, about my new book, From the Left, Life in the Crossfire. I know many of you have uh, questions either about the book or about me or about uh, items in the news that uh, Ray and Peter have been uh, collecting. Thank you. Good to hear from you. I don't want to say that we've been lazy like, so but what's up? We, we we sort of put the show in the hands of our viewers and listeners. <laughs> we went to uh, Twitter, where we're at BP Show. We went to Facebook, where you could find us at Bill Press, uh, the Bill Press Show uh, there on Facebook. Uh, and we asked you, the audience, what do you want to ask Bill Press? Now, we got a lot of answer, or questions that we can't necessarily read on here, but we did get some other ones. That were relevant not only to your life and times, but... The ones that you can't read on the air, are they the X-rated ones? <laughs> Let's just say this. We had some Stormy Daniels questions. We're not going to ask you about them, okay? I, never, right. I never met Stormy Daniels. I can honestly say <laughs> I never met Stormy Daniels. I believe you. I believe you. So Good. we're not going to have any Stormy Daniels I'll questions. I'll take a lie detector test. But, but we got a lot of questions about either news of the day or sort of your your uh, <laughs> history, which you write about in your book. Uh, and people want to know. Inquiring okay. minds would like to know. So we're All gonna... right. Let's t- t- turn the tables on Bill Press. That's yes. We're tur- so I'm going to interview you, Bill, with the help of our audience. And the first question comes from Denny, who says, I have a question. What do you guys want to happen if all the Russiagate stuff is true? War with a nuclear power or what? As a European, this is a person who, who uh, is hmm. not here in America, uh, that is the message I get if I watch the U.S. mainstream media or hear radio. Like, what is it that we expect to happen out of this Russiagate stuff? Like, will we go to war with Russia? No. I, what I want to happen out of the Russiagate stuff is for Donald Trump to be thrown out of office. Even at the price of getting Mike Pence as vice president. We'll deal with that one. As Maxine Waters says, we'll deal with that when we get there. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, number one, Donald Trump out of office because I think it wouldn't have happened without his collusion, uh, without his help. I think he did know what was going on, and he did help, and he did try to obstruct justice. Uh, number one. So that's first. And then number two, that um, the United States in no uncertain terms tells Russia, hey, you know, don't mess with our election process. We never want to si- see any sign of it again, uh, and and puts that same message out to other countries as well, and just you know cuts that cuts that cuts that off. It will be interesting to see if Republicans find their spine on that, right? Because they certainly haven't really with Trump. So, well, uh, true, but Congress did with five five out of five hundred and thirty five members five dissents pass suffered new sanctions against Russia, it's Donald Trump who took 
three months before yeah. he decided to go along with them. And, and right. hopefully Congress... So the immediate goal is get rid of Donald Trump. Yeah. And hopefully Congress will look a little bit different here in the next couple months. Uh, another question. This is from our good but, friend... But fi- no nuclear war with Russia. No, no nuclear war with Russia, please. Yes, please. I, I like that answer. Or, nor with anybody else. Or anybody else. Yes, exactly. Uh, our friend Phil uh, chimed in. He wants to know... We talked a lot about celebrities running for president, whether it's Donald Trump or Oprah Winfrey or Mark Cuban or any of these other people. But one of the people that certainly seemed to be making a play to run for president was Mark Zuckerberg. And Phil says, anyone still talking about Mark Zuckerberg as a viable uh, presidential candidate? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? (laughs) So I guess it's a two-part question about Mark Zuckerberg's chances as president, which I think are shaky with the Facebook news, but the others, like the culture of celebrities running for president, how do you feel about that? Uh, First of all, Mark Zuckerberg, (laughs) ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I don't think so, buddy. uh, No. Uh, uh. (laughs) Nobody's talking about him uh, anymore, just like nobody's talking about Steve Bannon being a political powerhouse anymore. (laughs) Uh, First of all, the whole idea of the Zuckerberg was a joke, I I thought, to begin with, um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, And, uh, you know, if he can't run Facebook, right, yeah, pay attention to Facebook and pay attention to uh, my my advice would be into uh, the privacy issues related to Facebook, Facebook and 50 million Americans. And if you ever had any thoughts about running for national office, forget it. Uh, he ain't coming back from that. But on the issue of celebrities, this has been a pet peeve of mine for a long time. Celebrity journalists and celebrity politicians. And people think just because somebody's famous that therefore they can do anything. And it's just absolute nonsense. I mean, it's bullshit, you know, and and, uh, and we've seen it too often. And as somebody who's been out there fighting a good fight for a lot of good causes, I've seen it happen where, where people ignore those who really know something about the issues or fight hard or have their stuff together, right? And they say, oh, God, you know, somebody just, you know, just be famous because either they're a movie or I don't know that whatever happened they have their 15 minutes of fame and right away they start about them running for president yeah it's insane yeah. you know and in many cases we've seen it happen and in the media this happens a lot my one I would point to is Mario Cuomo and I adore Mario Cuomo but everybody said Governor, he's a great governor of New York, which he was. He would be a great talk show host. <laughs> and they gave him his own show, and they put him on the radio, and he bombed. Yeah. Totally bombed. It was not his thing, right? So everybody in their own niche and uh, running for president. I don't want any movie actor or somebody who just because they happen to be a movie actor and are famous and have high ratings, baloney. Okay, I'm glad you actually uh, answered that way because we have a sim not a similar <laughs> question, but still on the on the idea of the media. Laura S, who says, first of all, she's writing us from across the Atlantic. Ooh, another. Uh, Laura yeah. says, getting money out of politics is necessary and it has to be an important issue and goal in order to move forward. But isn't it also important, if not equally important, to get money out of the news media? Having corporations, businesses, etc., sponsoring so-called news shows or owning a large part of the network seems awfully Orwellian. I'm interested in what your take is on this. Yes, I agree. Uh, and I wish we had um, uh, a stronger public broadcasting system Amen. here in this country. Yeah. Um, we're lucky to have what we've got, 
You know, yeah. and we only have the little bit that we've got on NPR or PBS because Republicans have not been successful in in killing Big Bird. Um, they've tried over and over again, mm. right? Uh, but uh, I, I just have to say one of the reasons that uh, I really like the fact that we're simulcast on Free Speech TV is a Free Speech TV is totally non-commercial, no corporate sponsors, no government sponsors. It's just that, like NPR, if you will, well, we don't get any federal money at all in Free Speech TV, but that basically all the funding for Free Speech TV comes from viewers. And and, uh, and that way it's the people who are helping broadcasters do a, a freewheeling, independent, totally independent job. Yeah, I was just having this conversation. I'd love to get the money out of a big broadcasting. Totally. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. And so all we can do, I think, is support, uh, like, the, the the public broadcasting that we do have. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was just having this conversation with Ray about the like the spread of fake news, and one of the reasons that fake news picks up is like there was a time when the things that you read, things that were published, and things that were put out there were factually accurate. There was no spin on on the news. The news was the news, and for a lot of different reasons, corporations and things like that, we've gotten so far away from it. Uh, okay, this is a personal question, Bill. Uh, Susan Shepard asks, when are you moving back to California? <laughs> Aren't you tired of D.C.? This native Californian and lifetime resident is curious. So, Bill, uh, when will you move back to California? Uh, I don't know. Um, we still have a house in California, Yeah, in Northern California. Uh, sold our house in L.A. Uh, and no particular plans to move back to California, uh, but uh, Carol and I get out there at least three or four times a year. We have three grandchildren in California, which is one good reason for getting there, plus tons of friends in California. And um, uh, so I'd say stay tuned. All right. Look, if you're going to move anytime soon, just give me a little heads up. Okay, oh, yeah, Bill? Right. I just need a little bit of heads up, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm asking. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm still ex- I'm, I still consider my – I am. I'm a Californian, right? Uh, didn't grow up there. I grew up in Delaware, but I, I, I adopted California. California adopted me, uh, and uh, I love California and love being there, and I get nostalgic every time I go back. Good answer. North right. or South. All right, so there you go, Susan. Love you, them might, both. you might see Bill soon out there in California. Okay, uh, here's another question about the sort of news of the day and the politics uh, that we're facing. Uh, William asks, he, he points out he lives in Florida. Uh, will our government's checks and balances hold up to 45, Donald Trump, running this country? Because clearly he wants to be a ruler. I think his first question to Putin was, how do I disassemble the United States? So, we are a system of checks and balances. Are they working, and will they continue to, to hold? Uh, I think it depends on which checks and balances you're talking about. I would say we already know that uh, our system of checks and balances, as far as the Congress is concerned, has, has not held up, totally broken down, uh, because um, uh, the, the Republican Party has just let itself be taken over by Donald Trump, and Republicans in Congress have decided— uh, this whole idea, he's not their kind of Republican, right? We don't stand for that. Uh, we don't sink that low. We don't do that kind of stuff. We don't spend money like that. They'll, they'll do anything that Donald Trump wants, and he'll do anything that they want. They are, they are just in lockstep. I think the only place that checks and balances is working and may work in the long run uh, are in the courts. Yeah. And, and, uh, and at that level, 
Donald Trump's travel ban's been shot down three times. Donald Trump uh, now has a judge telling him, you may have to stand trial with Summers Air Force because even though you're president of the United States, she's got a strong case of sexual assault. So I think we see, may see the courts do their job. Even a conservative John Roberts court mm-hmm. is our, I think, only hope against uh, Donald Trump, not this Congress. Okay, so on that issue of Republicans... And if Democrats take over the Congress, we'll see. Then yeah, we'll have, right. Then we'll have to hope that the Democrats will grow a pair. Um, on that issue of Republicans, you you know lots of Republicans. You've been in this town long enough to know you gotta you got to make friends with Republicans. Linda Patton says, what are the Republicans holding on to? What are they hoping to achieve by being nice to Donald Trump and keeping him in office as president? In other words... Why continue to hold him up? Because their number one goal in life, they think that they were put on earth to cut taxes for rich people and corporations. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. They don't care if Donald Trump has porn stars at the White House. Yeah. I mean, they don't care if he has orgies on the South Lawn. They'll go along with anything as long as Donald Trump will sign their bills to cut taxes. So they got the one big bill through. And in addition to that, they'd like to get rid of the Environmental Protection Agency, um, probably cut our national parks in half, mm. um, take funding away from public schools and give it to charter schools. Uh, I mean, they'll just rip and destroy everything uh, and and tear the government down, um, and Donald Trump would go along. So that's that's what they that's why they go along with him, and that's and that's what they want. Uh, one final question. This and is, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, so no, he'll do he it. He'll just go along with it. Right. He'll go along with it. Uh, one final question. This is from Sam, uh, who's in the DMV area. He's right here in uh, Maryland. Uh, he says, Connor Lamb and Dan Lipinski won by championing unions, working people, and tariffs. They also took very little, if any, corporate money. Isn't this what Democrats need to do to become and remain the dominant party? I know unions are very near and dear to your heart, Bill. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's not all they need to do. But, sure. But Democrats have. This is this is one of the reasons why I was strong, such a strong supporter of Bernie Sanders, even though Bernie had not been a lifelong Democrat. Bernie pointed out that the Democratic Party had moved away its base. It has forgotten where it came from. Forgotten the people that made the Democratic Party strong. They were not the tycoons on Wall Street. And yet, when you looked at the Democratic Party on uh, the money that Hillary Clinton took from them or Chuck Schumer has taken from them, uh, Bernie was right in saying that it was hard to tell the Democratic Party apart from the Republican Party. And when you went into working class neighborhoods and, or factory floors or districts where there were mainly working class Americans, they didn't see the Democratic Party speaking to them with any any message or fighting fighting for them. They they really saw themselves as part of the forgotten Americans that that people were not out there fighting for health care or for a decent minimum wage or for clean clean and safe working conditions, and uh, that's what the Democrats used to do. And instead, they were talking about Wall Street, mm. right? So, and Connor Lamb brought Bernie Bernie Sanders brought Democrats back to that message. So did Connor Lamb. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Lipinski's in Chicago, but I guess he had he did have he unions. was right on the unions. He had right on the unions, yeah, and. I have a lifelong, well, I'm a 30-plus union member. Uh, I value the importance of unions in uh, in this country, what they have contributed, what they still do today, 
And uh, I would say anybody who's got a job and is not a member of a uh, of a union, um, they're a freeloader. <laughs> they're, 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 I'm sorry, you're taking you're taking advantage of all the battles that that union workers before you know, have fought and won for you. The least you could do is join the movement today. So. Good questions, good answers. Absolutely, if you, if that's have, fun. If you have any more questions, send them to us at BP Show. Forget. At BP Show, and of course, you can get your copy of the book from the left. Life in the Crossfire at Bill. A lot Press of answers Sh- in there at BillPressShow.com. The secrets are in here. Yeah, all the secrets are there. The stuff we couldn't get to. Thanks, <laughs> y'all, for the questions. I appreciate it. We'll do this again soon.